Coming at you live in that purple room next to the alley, this is Wedding Swats. I am your host, Dave Holinsky, and always with me, co-hosting is Mr. Dalton Okamoto. Dalton, welcome to the show today, buddy. What do we have going on today? Well, today, we, Dave, we are talking to Mr. Dane Peterson about wedding budgets and monies. Wedding budget and monies. 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 Dane, Dane's on the phone with us. Dane, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, guys? There he is, Mr. Dane Peterson. Uh, Dane has uh, has moved on from Nebraska. We will always hate him for that. Uh, he is, yeah. he, he's now a Nashville native. Well, I don't know if he's a native, but yeah. I guess after a, Music City. Yeah, after a couple of years, I guess you can call yourself a native there. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but Dane has roots in Nebraska, born and raised in the big town of Kearney. Um, Dane, why don't, you, why, don't you, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, man. Um, well, unfortunately, there's just not much to tell. <laughs> uh, but uh, what I can say, um, so, yeah, I was uh, born in Kearney, Nebraska, born at uh, Good Samaritan Hospital. And uh, parents are still in that area, and uh, including grandparents. And, um, and yeah, like you said, I've, I've moved to Nashville, actually, uh, to pursue a dream, not like you would expect, that most people that move to Nashville come here for uh, to be a country music star. Right, um, right. That that was not me. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's uh, go ahead and let the cat out of the bag. Why did you move to the big town of Nashville? Um, I'm here. I uh, got a new job. I work for Ramsey Solutions. Uh, some Jealous. of you may or may not know uh, Dave Ramsey. Jealous. So, Jealous. You cook a lot, yeah. right? That's what Ramsey. <laughs> no, uh, that's, that's Gordon. That's, Gordon. Oh, Gordon. Oh, Ramsey. Yeah. Wrong Ramsey. Oh man, they're related though. Often, I'm sure. Often miscon- <laughs> yes. <laughs> often confused. Uh, don't worry, Dalton. Yeah, that's, that's, right. uh, I get that question every once in a while. So uh, you do have uh, roots in in complete though. Uh, with us, you started as a DJ yeah. in Kearney, Nebraska. Actually, I did. And, yeah, uh, actually, I DJed uh, the the Kearney High School Sadie Hawkins dance my senior year of high school. And the rest is history. Right. And that's why the business went under. And the rest, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the business boomed after uh, after that. Uh, that okay, yeah. why yeah. he's working on his money <laughs> skills? That's why he's working on his money skills right there. Because that's right. Yeah, I ruined the dance. Uh, but no, he was a DJ yeah. here. Uh, you were on your way out as a DJ. Why? Right when I was on my way in as a DJ, um, mm-hmm. moved to uh, Omaha. <laughs> right. That's right. And yeah. then what'd you, do, Omaha. what'd you do in the Omaha area? Going to college and you worked for Complete, but you, did, you, did you start with a DJ with them too, or did you move right into kind of an, an office assistant? Um, yeah. I So one thing I'll just say, Complete uh, really was uh, a foundation for me. Um, you know, I learned a lot about business growing up in, uh, in Complete, really being, being a DJ, uh, I think, Complete does a great job of kind of giving you this self-employed mentality of, you know, you have this, you have your own job, but it's, but it's also kind of like your own business. So, right. uh, I, I moved to Omaha to become, you know, go to school and, uh, get my degree, went to graduate from UNO and throughout that time, DJed weddings on the weekends, um, and had a blast. It was such a fun job. Uh, the, the, the people I got to meet and, um, you know, it was great money for a college student and, uh, and it taught me a lot about just business, honestly, um, how to, you know, kind of self-manage and my time and, um, 
communicating like with, with clients. Right. Uh, it was a great foundation. So oddly enough, I went to school, I studied international business and um, became bilingual in Spanish. Um, and I remember at one point my guidance counselor or whatever you call those at the college uh, looks at me and she's like, you study Spanish, study international business, and you're doing weddings? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, when you put it that way. It's a weird roadmap, <laughs> but it works. Um, but you, um, you moved on from uh, just being that office assistant to end up working yeah. at the corporate office. And at one time you were you were managing um, our flagship store in Omaha, mm-hmm. uh, Complete Weddings yeah. in Omaha. Then you got moved to the corporate office and you made it all the way up to uh, 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 basically a franchise business coach type of a uh, position um and then yeah. um, and then dave ramsey stuck his big nose and things and took you away from us no uh <laughs> but no uh, you started getting into the finance part and and um dave dave yeah. ramsey's a huge uh huge hero of mine um and i run yeah. my business on a lot of his principles here being the general manager here and his books and what he teaches and we're proud to say that this business has very 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 little if any debt uh, so, and it's because awesome. of those, it's because of those teachings. So, but that's what I wanted to get in with you today. And that's why I wanted you on the show, um, so much because a lot of people understand what the Ramsey mm-hmm. solution business does. Um, yeah. and, uh, you're, you're taught finances, you're taught how to stay out of debt. And if you're in debt, how to get yeah. out of it. Then one of the things that I'll puts a lot of people into debt is obviously college. And Dave yeah. teaches on how to not go into debt in getting into college. Go to school. <laughs> and and Dalton's actually kind yeah. of doing it that way. He's doing it little by little, little by little, and uh, yeah. paying his way through college. And Great. he doesn't have any college debt. But what about weddings, Dane? The weddings are expensive. Mm. I was just looking up yeah. some facts this morning, and it's anywhere from thirty-five thousand to seventy-five thousand oh dollars per wedding, depending on where you're at. Jeez. So yeah. I'm guessing everybody has to go into debt for their wedding, correct? Yeah, and let me just um, let me just first say, Dave, like I I love and so appreciate that you are talking about this right now because this is a topic, and honestly, and it's not because of me being on this, but I think this will probably be the most important topic you have for your podcast. I would agree. It affects I would agree. Everybody at all walks of life, and yes, you are right. Like we have a very toxic money culture. Um, that we're living in that says you have to be in debt in order to get ahead. So uh, the the short answer to your question, honestly, Dave, is no, you don't need to go into debt for your wedding. That's, and that's, that's awesome to hear because there's so many people um, and and when, when they call in here and they're, and they're getting all of their uh, stuff ready and finding out what they want, what things cost. And when I hear, well, our, our bank loan for our wedding isn't coming in for another seven to 10 days. I just cringe. Because uh, I'm like, yeah. okay, there are there are other ways to do that, um, and it's not my place to, to tell them, hey, that's not how you're supposed to do yeah. this. Uh, you know, everybody lives their own life. Obviously, if they ask my my position on it, I will gladly help them um, and share what I've learned through Ramsey Solutions and just you know getting rid of debt, not going into debt. Uh, but no, everyone yeah. does not have to have a debt to go into, into into their wedding. So if you if you if you if you quote unquote can't afford to get married because you think you got to drop thirty five thousand on a wedding, mm-hmm. where do you start setting that budget for a wedding? Mm, great question. Um, well, and here's the thing. I, I want to be very clear here, too. Um, don't hear me say, hey, you don't go into debt, so that means you can't have a wedding. Um, right. There's, there's, there's an option three or option C here, which is 
um, you can have, and, and I'm not saying don't have the wedding of your dreams. I just don't want the wedding of your dreams to have you. Right. There's a huge difference there. Um, people get, you know, it's so easy to get caught up in the emotions of it. And, and I love this because this is such, you know, if you're a couple who's getting engaged and you're starting to plan a wedding, like what an amazing opportunity for your marriage to, to really start beginning those conversations about priorities and expectations. And I think there's a lot of misconceptions about what a budget really is because a budget, um, John Maxwell, leadership coach, love that guy, a lot of great books. He says, he says that a budget is telling your money where to go versus wondering where it went. Okay. And I think a lot of people um, go into their weddings just saying, you know what? This is the most special day. There's all the emotions. Uh, don't talk to me about money because that's just going to get in the way of my my emotions, my dreams. And then you wake up with all these bills afterwards, and that dream becomes a nightmare. So, Dane, a question from me too: um, What things are needs at weddings? Mm. I think that um, this is the exciting part about you know your your whole plan about budgeting is. Um, you know, I think what it starts is it starts with you and your fiance sitting down and talking about what's important. Um, I think every wedding is going to be very different. Um, you know, uh, if you know, this is kind of the fun part because, you know, as a groom, you can sit here and say, this gives you the freedom and the opportunity to say, um, man, I just got to have a mechanical bull at my reception. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, that hurt. That is uh, priority number one, <laughs> you know, for, for the group. And and for the bride, that may be um, certain drapes or the colors and, um, you know, flowers and the decor and what that looks like. So um, I think the starting point for all of this, guys, is for you as a couple um, and, and then eventually that leads in, bleeds into whoever else is helping pay for the wedding. Um, I know right now in this day and age, it's not the old traditional dad's just putting the bill. Right. Um, this is, this is, you know, people are getting married later, uh, and all, all the responsibilities kind of goes on to, uh, the couple. So start with, start together, have a, a fun, this could be a fun conversation. This doesn't have to be, um, boring and dreary and money and numbers and blah, blah, blah. Uh, this could be like a really fun conversation. Talk about what's important to you. Um, and I think that's where uh, the needs come into play for your wedding. Right, right. And there's, uh, uh, I know the answer to this question, but I want I want to hear it from you as well. Uh, because this is always one of the big things. It's, it's well, that's, that's what it costs. Can you negotiate with wedding vendors? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think, I think you can negotiate anything. Um, your, your rent, you can negotiate uh, cars, like negotiation can be a fun place, but here's the thing I would say about negotiation is you have to know what you want first. Absolutely. Like, don't just, yeah. don't just go in and negotiate for the, for the fun of it. You know, don't try to devalue, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Taking it over. <laughs> it's $800. I'll give you two. <laughs> I, right. I remember, uh, you know, when I first started kind of studying this stuff and, and negotiating and, you know, I started reading all these books about, tactics and you just got to be silent. Like I just would go into these vendors and I felt so bad for these guys. Cause, um, I just started acting like a jerk, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, like they'd ask me questions and I just look at them and smile because that's what the book says. You just have to smile and nod. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep. but, um, 
but honestly, yeah, negotiation can be fun. But the thing I would just say, um, know what you want first. Right. Um, and this is where the, the budgeting and planning can come into play. So, you know, just to give an example, if, if you say, okay, this is a high priority for us. Um, you know, I'll just use entertainment DJ, for example. Um, you know, DJs are really, we really value the music and, um, and how important this is. Um, and the average cost of a DJ I know is, you know, right around 750 bucks, um, for right. a wedding. So, um, if, that's a high priority for us, and we know it's seven hundred fifty dollars. Um, then, if we can get under that, like that's a huge win, right? Right. Definitely. So, if we could go into it, um, and, and I will say, like bridal shows are are a great place to go to get good deals. They are um, an outstanding are, place, and unfortunately, they're they're. I think it's a trend, but I think they'll be back. But they're kind of they're kind of fading yeah. away a little bit, and I do, I hope this isn't true. I, but um, it's it seemed to be it already that COVID's kind of putting the gabosh on some of these on these uh, mm. bridal fairs. Luckily, we lost two, but two popped up out of nowhere, like right after we lost them. Rona didn't help. So yeah, Rona did not help, yeah. but there are ways to do it safely. But yo, I agree with you. Uh, bridal fairs are great places to save oh, money. Yeah. Great places to great great deal. And, and to actually meet the person that you'd be talking to over the phone, or your it could yeah. be, or your future DJ too. You right. can meet your yeah. future uh, employees. So, besides yeah. negotiating and going to bridal fairs, um, what are some other ways that clients can cut costs for their weddings? Yeah, um, well, I, I think you know, first and foremost, guest count um, is going to be your place to start. Um, I'll send you a link. I don't know if you guys have like you know, notes or, or links and stuff that you can send out. But uh, one of our, one of the personalities here at Ramsey Solutions, uh, Rachel Cruz, um, she, she actually had a really good blog post on this that, uh, you know, if, if you're interested in this topic and this is something you really want to learn a little bit more about, um, I think, yeah, check out that that her, her blog post or even I, just, I just found Rachel it. Cruz. I just found it. Yeah. Uh, ways to um, save on your wedding date with Rachel Cruz. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and just to give her more, a little more quiet. That's Dave Ramsey's daughter, correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So but, she, um, she, yeah. she would know. <laughs> and she just got married not too long ago, uh, about a year or two, yeah. ago, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Her and Winston. Um, yeah, they, they, they got married a few years ago. They actually have a couple kids now, but, um, oh, okay. yeah, they, so there, she gets some great tips on, you know, how to cut some of those costs. Again, um, this does not mean you start devaluing the things that are important to you. Um, I think, you know, start with a plan. Um, you, and that starts with you and the fiance talking about priorities, what's important, what are some things that are maybe, you know, not as important. Um, and, and say, you know, and looking at, okay, we're going to, we're going to have a wedding for $10,000. Right, and here's how we're going to do it. Which, by the um, way, is very, very doable. It is doable. Oh, totally. Yeah. But you just, totally. just like you said, you got to find out what your priorities are, mm-hmm. and those are the needs. And then, what yes. do we have left over after the needs? So, um, yeah. but once again, we're on uh, we're on the phone with uh, Mr. Dane Peterson. Uh, Dane has some roots here back uh, in Nebraska and worked for a complete. Weddings and events a number of years, worked in our corporate office a number of years, um, and now works for Ramsey Solutions, helping people get in out of debt. Uh, but let's, let's talk about that. Um, what, what about those people who say, well, yeah, I need to get a loan to pay for my wedding because that builds credit. What do you think about that? Mm, yeah, well, one of the things I'm just going to say, you know, credit, uh, your credit score is not a wealth score. 
Um, your credit score, and one of the things that we believe firmly here is uh, that is really just a debt score. Um, so, you know, first, I, I'm going to just say, and this is just me, but you don't need credit uh, in order to build wealth. Um, right. You know, me, just this is me personally. I know a lot of people are probably shaking their heads and saying, you know, that's just not possible. You have to have a credit score um, if you want to get anything in life, a car or a house or anything like that. I'm going to just tell you, just from my own personal experience, uh, my wife and I, we have, we bought a house. We bought two different houses now, um, you know, bought and sold a house. But uh, our first house we bought with zero credit score. And uh, and we, we paid cash for cars. So um, that's a whole other myth. I don't want to get too far down right. that rabbit hole. But, <laughs> right, right. right. But, um, but it just in terms of, you know, I think looking at, I have to I have to get a loan for my wedding in order to get a credit score. Um, I think that that's 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 a myth. Um, you don't need to believe in that. And, and again, um, getting into your wedding and, and I think one of the things I'll just say too that's really sums all this up why this is so important and why I got so like crazy intense about this money stuff is I learned a long time ago that um, the number one reason for divorce are about money fights. Money, money, money. Wow. That's insane. And so with, if you can go into your marriage with as little debt as possible, um, especially, you know, not, <laughs> not having uh, loans from the wedding, um, you're just, you're going to set yourself up for success in marriage. And at the end of the day, guys, that's, that's why right. we're here. That's why we're doing all of this. Right. It's and, true. And unfortunately I didn't know Dave Ramsey when I was in college. So when, when me and my wife graduated college we graduated the same year we got married um we had we had debt and we and, and the nice thing is is that we've never really fought about money um yeah. but we 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 kind of got wind of what dave ramsey was about through our church and things like that and kind of looked into it a little bit so we cleaned up that debt right away so within our first two or three years of marriage i mean we yeah. just like dave said beans and rice rice and beans uh and that's mm -hmm. what we lived off of we didn't go out and buy new cars and things like that because we got new jobs and things like that we we stayed like we were poor college kids because <laughs> guess what we life. were uh so and we, yeah. lived, we lived that way and we got rid of all that debt so just like you and your wife and it was time to pay for that house um mm -hmm. we said we put a huge down payment on it because we've been saving for years for our first house and yeah. it was not a nice house i mean it was a roof it had windows doors worked things like that yeah. you know wasn't <laughs> the, the roof wasn't leaking we're gonna fall through the floor uh but it wasn't a what i would call a nice house it was a perfect starter home yes needed a lot to, to fix it up a little bit luckily i know a little bit about that and did some stuff to it but uh, i agree yeah. with you uh you know if you start your marriage in debt you're, you're, you're starting almost backwards. That, that, that's why you had mm. to move, right? You fixed it that's up. That's why I had to move because I fixed it up. It's actually. <laughs> yeah. And I, and here's the thing. I, I get it. Like this isn't sexy, like talking about saving money, oh, no. and, you know, not getting a debt. Like it's more fun to think about the, the, the luxury and the, the fun expenses. But, you know, I'll, I'll just say just from my little experience, my wife and I are going to celebrate 10 years um, coming up this February. Congratulations. And, um, Thank you. And I look back just, you know, if I were to, to kind of pinpoint like some of our best moments as a married couple, um, a lot of those were some of the most simple things, you know, um, we spent, we, I think I spent probably four to $5,000 on our honeymoon. And this was like the lo most luxurious on an Island, 
all inclusive, you know, lobster dinner on, on the beach. Like that was fun. I love being able to do that, but I don't look at that as like the most romantic, uh, special moments with my wife. Um, I, I think of the, the, the brunch she and I had, uh, a month ago where our neighbors volunteered to help watch our kids for, for an afternoon. And we got to sit and have brunch and go shopping around together and holding hands and just like, some of the most simple things in life don't require uh, gobs and gobs of money. And I think your wedding could be the same. Definitely. So, Dane, another question. How does one find out what an average wedding costs in their area? Um, <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, I, you know, actually, I, uh, you know, you, you're, Dave, you, you've been saying the, the 35000 Actually, I found that number as well. That's That's the average wedding in the United States. Now, do you guys know this little trivia question for you? So uh, the average cost of a wedding in Nebraska, is it A, $10,000, B, $30,000, or C, $23,000? C. C, yeah, very good. Uh, that was obvious. I, I think I gave that away because it was like <laughs> Well, it's also, it's also kind of our job to know where the C So, yes, no, 23 But um, I've personally DJed for people that I know have done it for between eight to 13000 Heck, my sister's wedding. Now, she name-dropped yeah. me quite a bit. <laughs> but, uh, you know, she got hers done for 13000 and this was feeding 400 people. Uh, yeah. So you can yeah, do it. I, you can do it. Yeah, I and I wouldn't. Um, I don't necessarily think you have to find out what the average is, um, okay. because uh, your wedding is your wedding. Uh, it's not the average wedding, and right. um, you know your your wedding may cost more than that, and that's okay too. Like right. I, I don't want to sit here and say, "Hey, you don't have to spend tens of thousands of dollars on your wedding." Like you absolutely can if you've got the money and you're not going into debt for it. Um, I think you know if, if mom and dad are kind of pitching in and there's some special things and traditions that, that may cost a little bit more like, yeah, have the $30,000 wedding. Right. Um, right. But, but yeah, I think it's for you. It's just doing what you can. I and am. going back to that budget where, yeah, we say, okay, we've got, I can scratch together $10,000. Um, when, when my wife and I, we said, we, we set the date and we started planning for a wedding. Um, I got to work. I, I worked like three jobs right. for five months and straight. I was, in getting prepared to do that myself uh, when I when I talked to my father-in-law and said, hey, I'm going to ask for your daughter's hand in, in, in marriage. This was the hardest thing I ever had to do was uh, we talked about it a little bit, went into scripture, what it says about marriage and things like that, and what he expected of me to, to you know, basically take his daughter from him and, um, you know, protect her and all that and all that stuff, be, be a godly husband, be a good husband, um, and things like mm-hmm. that, good father. I remember he goes, okay, now here's coming the hard part. And after he grilled me for probably an hour about what my, what are, what are your intentions with my daughter, you know, type thing. Um, he wrote a check and I, I won't give the amount, but he wrote a check and it, it was the amount of money that he was ready to spend on the wedding. He's a very, very old fashioned traditional guy that, nope, we are paying for my daughter's wedding. Your parents aren't paying for a penny. We will figure out how to do it. He's also very, very good with money. Um, and they're, they're not loaded by any means. He was a uh, postmaster general for Sioux Falls for a number of years. So uh, he made yeah. decent money, but it wasn't great money. And her mom was a paraeducator. So that we're not talking about people who are just rolling around in money. And he wrote me a check and said, you can take this and elope, or you can take this and spend it on a wedding. I wanted to take it and elope, <laughs> but all I could hear was my, my soon to be wife's 
voice in my head, you did what? Uh, so yeah. because she wanted the wedding. And uh, to me at that time, I was like, well, it's, it's a wedding. I, I don't care. If it, let's go to Pizza Hut and have, have a good time. <laughs> you know, uh, now that right. I'm a little bit grown and I'm older, I'm glad I had that day with her. And I'm glad we did it that way. But that, that was it. The money he gave us, he said, this is what you have to spend. We're not giving you any more. Um, and um, he goes, but I don't want your parents paying for anything either. He goes, so if you guys run into a problem, please come see me. He goes, but I just want to let you know right now, finances, this is it. And it, it was a nice check. Let's put it that way. Uh, and, yeah. we, and we did it very, very well, easily. Cool. And yeah. we, had, we had money left over for a honeymoon. And we didn't go lavish on our honeymoon. And not that this is a bad thing, but we went up to uh, Glacier National Park, rented a, rented a cabin up there and had a great time up there. Um, um, in Glacier. Um, so, yeah. you know, you're, that's another thing too, is your, your honeymoon doesn't have to be that lavish giveaway, getaway. Uh, it's, and it's okay yeah. if it is, but it doesn't have to be. Don't think that you have to spend, you know, five, six, seven, eight thousand $8,000 on your honeymoon because that's going right. to set up your marriage. That is not how it is at exactly. all. There are some people who don't even yeah. have honeymoons and, they, and they're still just fine. Um, well, if you're, if you got married during COVID, you certainly didn't. Right. <laughs> right. Um, well, and, and I think that's a good point out, a good call out there, Dave. You know, because if, if, if anybody that's listening and, and you're a parent, um, what an amazing gift. Like, I love that he, he did that for you because it gave, he gave you the power to choose. Like he said, hey, here's how much I'm going to spend. Like, if you're a parent and you want to help your kids pay for the wedding, I think that is probably one of the, the best ways to do it is say, here's the boundaries. I'm going to write a check for whatever that is, you've saved up a thousand dollars or $10,000, whatever that is to say, here's what I'm willing to invest or what I'm willing to help pay for the wedding and give it to them as a gift and say, you guys, this is a free gift. Uh, there's no strings attached to this. This is what I'm paying for the wedding. Um, and you guys get to make the decision, um, because ultimately it's their wedding. Um, and they get to help decide, you know, what, what they do. And they're going right. to make smart decisions on that. I think part of that is the parents letting go and saying, okay, are my kids going to make a smart decision? Like trusting that they're going to make the right decision um, for how they're going to use that money and spend it. And it gives them the boundary, kind of gives them the parameters to say, here's what kind of wedding we can have. The question is, okay, I'm going, I'm in college. I'm in debt already because I have, uh, you know, uh, student loans. <laughs> And we want to make sure that uh, we're not getting into debt even deeper, but yet I want to get married. So yeah. I'm already in debt. So mm -hmm. it's okay. So should I get married if I'm in debt already? Um, yeah. The short answer is yes. I think uh, debt should never uh, hold you back off from, from getting married. Um, the one of the things we teach years, uh, the, the, if you ever know Dave Ramsey, we teach the baby steps. Um, you know, baby step one, save a thousand dollars, have a rainy day fund, baby step two, pay off all your debts. Um, your wedding, um, should not determine, you know, or your, those baby steps should not determine where and when you actually get married. Um, all, all that we talk about is, you know, Hey, maybe put that on pause, like your, your debt snowfall where you're paying off as all the extra income to the debt. Um, but definitely going into and saying, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm just going to pay the minimum amounts on this debt and we're going to start saving up whatever we can to get married. Um, because, you know, for some of you, that situation, it may take two, three years to, to, for you to get out of debt. Um, and I mean, I, I don't, I don't think that should get in the way of, 
your wedding. Do, do you think that, um, say you run into, uh, you know, uh, Ramsey Solutions stuff, uh, start listening to Dave Ramsey, um, and you realize you're getting married, and but you want to do the debt snowball at the same time, would you recommend maybe stop that debt snowball until after the wedding, or should you continue to try to throw stuff at that threat, uh, debt snowball while not making it so much bigger? Yeah. And again, this is a matter of priorities. Right. Um, and and if, I think it's pretty simple. If you look at, okay, what's a higher priority, getting married to my best friend or paying off all my debt? I'm probably going to put getting married to my best friend higher above getting getting out of debt. Okay. So to follow that up, so, uh, oh, go ahead, Dane. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just going to say, as, as a part of that, you know, um, because, again, I'm not saying don't pay off all your debts. Like, yeah, pay off the debt, but don't put all the extra money into the debt right now. Like, we're going to put that on pause, and we're going to start saving up money for the wedding. Because, again, priority number one is um, – is for us to get, we want to get married. And debt will be with you for the end of life. It will never leave. <laughs> um, so, Dane, following that up, is a beautiful wedding on a budget possible? Yes. Um, again, uh, just going back to everything we've been talking about, you know, you're, uh, you are dictating what that wedding looks like. Um, and you're not letting the wedding, you know, you get to have the beautiful wedding that you want to and have and desire uh, and this wedding that you have in your mind does not have you because that's the biggest difference is you get to plan for it. And, and I think one of the other biggest mis- misconceptions uh, about a budget is that it's giving you the permission to spend. Right. Um, it's not, a, it's not meant to restrict you. And again, it's not meant to have, have you make you have a, a dumbed down or less of a wedding. Um, it, allows you and gives you the freedom and the permission to have the wedding you've always wanted. Okay. So let's say if I was to get married, how and when, that's a good question. No, are you dating? You have no, no, um, no one will, I'm you know, when you, when, when you walk up to someone and say, Hey girl, what's going on? You know, they tend not to look at, no, I'm kidding. He doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. Uh, no, uh, you need to, you need to teach him a little bit more, more, more of your, your tricks there, Dave. Teaching my boy band moves. He'll get some girls. No, there. God, there no. Go. Oh, yeah, my Lord. Go. no, 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 no. Oh, just, just have Dave sing for you. That'll, uh, that'll be good. Start learning some songs. <laughs> Or no, just have Dave sing. Like you, oh, you go, Dave in the like, background. I'm expensive. So my, my wife, so no. my wife's from Mexico. My wife's from Mexico, and in Mexico, one of the traditions is the boyfriends will go to the house and serenade her. Uh, and if you can't serenade because your voice is bad, like I'm assuming yours is, Dalton, um, <laughs> you can hire you can hire someone to do the serenade for you. So that's I'm going to recommend that for you, Dalton. We actually uh, we actually have a track of Dalton singing. You want to hear it? No. Yeah, we do. You ready? <laughs> yes. Stop hitting the button. Give it a second. Why is it spicy? <laughs> uh, I didn't come That's on here to track be roasted. Right there. Okay. <laughs> you got a question. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. got a question for Mr. Peterson. What Go was ahead. your question? I don't even know if I want to ask it. <laughs> um, but let's say I was to get married. Um, how and when should I start saving for my wedding? Mm, um, I think once you know that you... Once, once you have the date and you've already made the decision to, to get married, mm-hmm. um, that's, that's when I would start saving. Okay. Um, when, um, it all, it all kind of happened in spurts for me. So, you know, when I, 
when I met my wife, um, it was literally, I dated her for about three months and I knew, uh, she was the one. And, uh, immediately what I did is I started going ring shopping. And, uh, again, I didn't go into debt. I, I saved up as much cash on the ring I wanted and saved up the cash and paid cash for the ring. Um, and proposed to her, got through the, you know, the, the difficult talk with dad and all right. that fun stuff. And as soon as we said, okay, we're, we're going to get married and uh, we're going to set the date. Um, that's when we started saving for it. Okay. Perfect. All right. And that's kind of the same lines that I did is uh, I started ring shopping. That's when I started saving. Um, I had money for a ring, believe it or not, um, just because my, my grandfather actually left me money when, when he passed away. And I knew um, he actually knew my, my then girlfriend, who's now my wife. So he knew who it was going to be. Um, and that's one of the things that um, I knew that he would uh, be proud that I used that some of that money uh, to pay for her ring um, right. because it's, it is an investment. It's something she's going to have on for rest of her life and it's something that hopefully can be passed down through generations. And here's the kicker. I paid cash for the ring. Uh, so and this is before I even knew who Dave Ramsey was. And so I was pretty proud of that, even at that. Um, and now that I hear that one of my, one of my big heroes uh, is one who's like, yes, yes, do that, do that. Um, it makes me feel you know, even, even better. So, well, we have yeah. one, one more thing we want to do with you, Dane. Um, it's just a little bit more of a, of a fun thing. Uh, we do appreciate you uh, being on the podcast with us and doing what you do best, helping people get out of uh, debt and, and working with Ramsey Solutions. Um, and I know you're a busy man, so I want to get this done um, before you uh, go here. Uh, we always do a little a game called On Deck with people here in studios. You will be the first person that we've actually done it over the phone with. Oh, And you're actually Ooh, okay. the second person we've had on the phone. I don't know if you know Amy Schwartz from Omaha. I don't know. Is that name? I sure do. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I do remember Amy. You do. Uh, Good. No. Uh, But she she was one of our uh, guests uh, a while back talking about uh, using professionals compared to friends and things like that. So uh, we want to do On Deck with Mr. Dane Peterson here. Oh, boy. And it's, uh, it's a game here where we're usually person spins the wheel but obviously you're not here so we're going to spin it for you um and we're going to ask you a series of we'll just do four questions so uh we don't take too long here with your time so i'm going to spin the wheel here way to go you scared my dog scared the dog Ooh, is that green i think it's green okay greens are what the heck questions so uh, I'm going to mix these up. I'm going to ask you two. Dalton's going to ask you two. And uh, you can pass. None of them are really all that bad. Uh, but you can pass if you're Unless like, nah, I I'm, not, I'm not answering that at all. So um, here you go. First, what the heck okay. question. <clears throat> Do you have a favorite coffee mug? And if so, what is on it or what makes it your favorite? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Uh, okay. Best best one um, in Disney World. Uh, we bought uh, the coffee mug. It was a little chip from Beauty. And oh the Beast. sure, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, yeah. And that's the favorite one. That, why, that is why, why is it? Is it because you got it from Disney, or is it just because man, this mug just feels so good in my hand? <laughs> uh, I am like coffee mug freak. Actually, I have like way too many coffee mugs. Uh, and honestly, it just kind of depends on the day of which one I choose, but. That one's just kind of fun, you know. It's, it's my Saturday morning coffee mug that uh, when I'm just kind of having a lazy morning with the kids, and uh, it's just kind of fun to look at more than anything. Okay, fair enough. All right, time for my question, Mr. Dane. Now, if you don't okay. have this answer, 
you failed. <laughs> okay. How many chickens um, on, would it take one. to kill an uh, elephant? <laughs> <laughs> and yes, that is actually the card. How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? Is there an actual answer for this? No. I don't know. No. <laughs> no, I don't they're, again, they're what so. the heck questions. They're what the heck questions. So there's not Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm going to go with six and a half. <laughs> That's a good number. That's a good number. What? The half. Six and five, the, the half. half. Because sometimes you don't, you don't want a whole chicken. You just want a half. You know? Yeah, that's right. Uh, you yeah. know, depends yeah, exactly. on how uh, how hungry you are. Sometimes that half chicken comes, you know, in handy. Cause Killing an elephant with the last drumstick. That's, that's right. Oh, my God. Right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Here we go. Question good number question. number four. <laughs> Or, oh, I love these. I love these cards. What would be <laughs> the absolute worst name you could give your child? The absolute worst what name? So besides Dalton, what would be the absolute worst name oh. you could give your child? <laughs> um, I'm like, you know, I live in Nashville. One of my favorite music artists of all time, Johnny Cash. I'm going to say Sue because a boy named Sue. Boy named Sue. Boy named Sue. Okay. All okay. right. Last question here. Do you have oh a favorite number? And is there any particular reason that you like that number? Absolutely. The number four. Uh, I was born on November 4th. So four is always the best number. I like four. Okay. Four is a good enough. number. Four is a great number. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why, but it is a great number. It's, it's a, it is. It's, it's right before five. It's right after three. <laughs> <It's> right before- <laughs> I'm glad you work in finance and know that it's right before five. That, that makes me feel good. That makes me feel real good. Doing his job, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna call man. Dave up and say, Dave, he needs, he needs, he needs a race. He knows, he knows where it falls oh. at. Because um, well, you know, because Dave Ramsey thing, takes my call all the time. Yeah. Well, one thing I, w- I just want to clarify, um, I am like the least person to talk about. <laughs> um, and I just, I just want this, I just want this to be known because that's the thing about money. Like everybody thinks that you have to be this super guru and in person to really understand it all. Like I got C's in accounting um, in college. So I am the worst when it comes to finance because here's the reality. And this is what Dave teaches. And I totally think it's true. Money is 80% of your behavior and 20% knowledge. Right. He says that in his book so, and on his, on his radio cast, uh, radio podcast. Well, he probably has a podcast too. I'm yes. Sure. Uh, yes. Yeah, no, I firm believe that as well. I really do. And I, I am a, I'm a firm believer in uh, I, I'm I'm what they would call like a Judeo Christian. Um, I believe in, in in the scriptures and and in, in God's word. The uh, number one most talked about subject in the whole Bible is money, and so I am not a I am not like super qualified to talk about money at all. I'm actually I work for Dave Ramsey, but I I work in the entrepreneurial leadership side, so I help I work with business owners. I don't really do much with money, but I do think money is one of the most important topics. Um, and again, I'm so glad you taking the time to, to talk about this. I, I hope it's helped some people, but um, because if you can get this thing right, you're setting up your marriage for Absolutely. success. And um, I, I I'm so excited for for people that are getting married right now and have this opportunity to, to go in with no debt. And, um, that's an exciting thing. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, uh, we are talking with Dane Peterson, 
uh, from Ramsey Solutions in the big town of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, if you're business owners and you're listening, give him a call or, or we'll put his uh, contact information. If you don't mind, Dane, you shoot me your email um, over at Ramsey because yeah. uh, I have your the one I have has complete. We do after you probably don't get that one anymore. <laughs> Uh, so, but if you want to shoot me your email and if anybody has any questions about getting on board with Entree Leadership and finding out what it's about, it's a great course. I've only taken the mini courses. I haven't taken the big one. I'd love to take the big one someday uh, where that's the master class that is taught by the, the master himself, Mr. Dave Ramsey. Uh, but uh, thank you very much, Dane. We appreciate everything that you've done for us when you work for complete and everything that uh, you do at Ramsey Solutions. Great guy, oh, Dane Peterson. You. Uh, but we're not going to yeah. keep you much longer. We know you got you got other things to do, for other fish to fry. So I appreciate you making time and uh, coming out here. We're not coming out here, Absolutely. Uh, but uh, allowing us to call you up and and and, and jabbing your ear for a bit for a uh, for our podcast. Oh, dude, that's it was totally my pleasure. I had a lot of fun. Thank you guys. Good, good. We'll make sure to send the link of this to you. But like I said, make sure that you get me an email so people can get in contact with you if they want to learn more about Ramsey Solutions and what they can do for their business. Yeah. Dane, Dane Train, as I used to call you here. <laughs> you take care of yourself, all right? You too, guys. All Thanks, right. guys. All Thanks, right. Dalton. All right. Yeah. Roasting me. Okay. <laughs> I feel the love, Dane. See you I later, man. You. Have a all good right. one. All right. All right. Much love Bye, for you, guys. sir. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. That was, again, Dane Peterson with Ramsey Solutions. Uh, he started out here um, way back when, and uh, I DJed here for about two months, and then he was gone. I pretty sure that was because of me he gone he gone because he because he's like oh god that dave's got here i got to get out of here so uh but he's moved on up and now works for uh, ramsey solutions and so seriously uh i cannot uh stress it enough ramsey solutions if you guys want to learn how to manage money look some of their stuff up they're 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 awesome to work with uh but let's talk a little bit more about being on um a budget for a wedding dalton i mean as dane said it's it's huge it is huge People don't realize that you can actually get um, married uh, with not a whole lot of money, not a whole lot of money down. Uh, but we were going through things, top 25 most expensive places to get married. Manhattan, New York, obviously, is the uh, most. Oh, it was New York. I thought was, you meant Manhattan, Kansas. No. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my goodness. That's I a hope you big didn't. number. $75,000 is what it's going to cost you to get married in Manhattan. Now, keep in mind, <laughs> that is also because, uh, well, you're in Manhattan. But uh, Dane hit the nail on the head. Uh, average wedding cost across the United States, Nebraska, is coming in at $22,815. Uh, South Dakota, you're at 17000 Kansas, there's no data because who wants to live in Kansas? Uh, <laughs> I- Iowa, uh, 18000 Colorado, 26000 Wyoming, 22000 And then Minnesota, twenty four. So all those areas that kind of are close to Nebraska, big, big uh, range in some of those. And, and, um, and you know, people have to understand that it's, it's all about you guys. What you guys want to spend on your wedding is up to you. Uh, and Dane hit it on the head, too, with you want to cut costs, start with the number of people you want to invite. Um, and with this COVID stuff going on right now, it's hard to get a lot of people. It's hard anyway. to get a lot of people there. So, uh, looking up that average wedding size across America in Nebraska, average wedding size, you can take a guess, Dalton. Hundred. This is pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Oh, before COVID. Yes. Average wedding size. Yeah. Hundred twenty five. Hundred twenty five. Try two twenty two. Two twenty two. Yeah. So Nebraska's they they love having bigger parties. Um, 
then all the way down to uh, Alaska is 107, uh, Florida 102, and then get this. We're higher than Florida? Man, <laughs> uh, Manhattan, the average size wedding, 81 people. What? And that cost you 75 grand? Holy cow, Manhattan. What, 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 what you doing? What, what, you, what you doing, Manhattan? What you doing? Uh, so, yeah, you know, anywhere from 15,000 to 38,000, I would say is probably on average 38,000 being the lavish end. Uh, but I, you can get a decent wedding Bougie. E- easily done in, in Nebraska for about 15 grand. Um, some of the people, uh, you know, looking at things and wondering, you know, the average uh, spent on on things. Some of these we agree with, some of the, some of the things we not. But this is from The Knot. If you guys haven't looked at them, it's The Knot spelled K-N-O-T. Um, and they have things, uh, again, average wedding cost 35000 That is up from 32000 to 19, or excuse me, uh, 2015. Um, so it's not up all that much in five years, but it is going up. Uh, again, most expensive uh, is 78000 To least expensive place to get married is Arkansas. Arkansas. Arkansas, about $19,000. Uh, wedding dresses okay. on average, about $1,500. Again, <sighs> these are, this is average. It's not what you say you are going to spend on a wedding dress. Uh, average age. Do you have the do you have the average age you think? It's it's lower now, isn't it? Or is it no, going up? It's, it's going up. 28? 29 to 31. 29 to 31. 29 for the bride, 31 for the groom. Uh average number of guests. Again, this is average of about 141. Okay. Uh bridesmaids, groomsmen, about five on each side. So yep. yeah, it's a pretty good sized wedding party, actually, if you think about it, because that's 12 people, including the bride and groom. Yep. Um, and then most popular month to get engaged. Dalton, what do you think it is? It's gotta be a fall month, right? Correct. Okay. Um, Some people might think that this is not a fall month, but technically it is a fall month. I'll give you a little hint there. September? December. Got to remember, the first day of winter is not until the 21st. December is actually a fall month. Didn't know that, did you? No, I didn't. Yeah. But- so about 15% of people get engaged in December. Now, I will tell people this. 83% of engagements happen between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve. Okay. And that is why bridal shows are in that area because uh, that is the time you need to start planning. Now, just because you get engaged in December does not mean you have to have a June wedding. No. That'll actually help with your wedding budding, 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 budding. But what that's going to do for you is if you push that engagement off, um, you know, a year and a half is not that bad. It's, no. it's for any more. When me and my wife got engaged, nine months was the engagement. Nine months was the average. We I proposed to her in July. We were married in May, so nine months was the was was the uh, uh, was the magic number back then. It slowly became twelve months to now. About I would say about fifteen to eighteen months is probably average, and it's because people, at least in our part of the country do not want to go into debt for their weddings and they need more time to pay things off. We here at Complete Weddings and Events take a very, very small deposit to help you with that and you can make payments towards it however you want, whenever you want. We just Mm -hmm. need to be paid off no later than that week prior to. So if you Mm -hmm. are getting engaged now for a wedding next August, you know, you got you got 11 months to get that stuff paid off and we don't need to be paid until that week prior to. So you got until next August to get things uh, take uh, done. So, uh, but average month of engagement is 15 months right now. Um, hmm. Most popular month to get married in. 
What do you think that is? Mm, this is going to September. September September and October. They are actually tied. Oh, really? At sixteen percent of all weddings happen in September and October. That's why people are going. I know that. uh, Yeah, that's well. Think about it. I mean, there's been a paradigm shift even when I've been here. When we first started, when I first started uh, back in early two thousands, the thing about weddings is you got married in June. June was the big month to get married in, and it's not that way anymore. Uh, October, September, those are the big uh, ones. And I will let you in on this. If you are planning to get married in the fall in the great state of Nebraska, and you are planning on having your day on the Husker bye week, please, you need to put that in it. now Yes, for next year because that is the, probably the quickest day that sells out is oh, the yeah. Husker bye week. Nobody wants their wedding on a Husker no, day. No, no. Um, unfortunately, there's only usually one, two of those a year. Uh, there's a lot of them this year. Say a yeah, of, a lot of Husker yeah. bi-weeks this year, unfortunately. Uh, most popular uh, wedding colors as of 2019. Oh god, I'm not good with colors. Um, it, oh, oh, that's a, yeah. yeah, talk to me, phone. Um, so how many colors are there? Three, three. Okay, is rose gold one of them? I will give you gold, but not rose gold. gold not it's gold, Just really plain gold. Twenty eight percent. That's a. That's just, that's tied for a second. Mm. Should I play the on deck music? Navy so? blue, uh, or just blue, dark blue. So yeah, navy blue is a darker blue. Yeah. Okay. Dark blue. Um. Last one. Come on. Red. No. Light pink. Light pink. Dark blue, gold, and light pink. That's what rose gold is. What? Rose gold's a light pink. It is not. It's a gold. No, it's not. Nah. Hold on, hold on. Okay. We'll, we'll uh, percentage of West this, weddings in destination. 20% of all weddings are destination weddings, which I think it's a little high. We don't hear a whole lot about that. But then, of course, they're probably not calling us either if they're having a destination wedding. So, um, so yeah. Yeah, that's pink, dude. You just said pink. Yep. I just said, I just said yep, that, that's yeah. pink, dude. Um, so there you go. Right there uh, shows you um, some kind of the... Uh, the, the, the way things are moving and these things change guys it's not um it's not it's not uh what is that i don't even know the, huh huh i clicked on something and now i got the death penalty in nebraska oh okay <laughs> well we are talking about talking getting about married <laughs> <laughs> white flag <laughs> just kidding um all right but uh yeah getting married in nebraska does not need to cost you a leg and an arm yeah um usually um right around 200 days is the average here in nebraska uh for the wedding um there are things you can do to cut costs like i said dane says a big thing is uh not inviting everybody you know uh, make sure that guest list is is within within reason um, a lot of a lot of ceremonies in nebraska start and i think it's getting on nationwide they're not happening in churches anymore nope outside right. um babel's barn always has theirs outside and then they have the reception in right. the barn which is very convenient yes so very very convenient um, you have a lot more freedom there's a lot of barns actually in nebraska uh brader uh, country barn is also down there is um, that new one it's well, it's newer yes it's newer yeah. yeah but it's just south of hastings there okay over kind of by air glenville area great facility um if you want something a little more lavish uh brick 1887 in hastings is a great hall Eunice is a great hall if you want an outdoor wedding, Gardens on the Q. Gardens on Q in Holdridge, uh, they do that. So um, overall expenses in Nebraska, just tracking stuff. It looks like it's about 19000 Uh So now um, they say that the average event planner costs about $725. 
in my personal opinion, if you go with us, you're not going to need an event planner because the DJ is going to run your reception for you. Mm -hmm. Or if you don't want the DJ doing it, we do have people that will do that for you, but they are day of planners, not the event planner. So there's a big difference there. Average cost per guest in Nebraska, $31. Not bad. Okay. Now you got to remember, well, I don't, you know, why we're not spending that much on food. Were you not? If you have an open bar though, and you get the food. Oh and yeah. And you have a party favor. You're spending about five to seven dollars on a party favor alone. Right. Um, unless you have a photo booth, by the way, that's a great way to cut costs mm-hmm. because of party favors. Uh, because then you're not buying 200 for 150 people are going to show up. Then you're like, what am I going to do with all these party favors? Right. With the photo booth, um, turns out to be about $2 per person with the photo booth. If that, right. If yes. And if they even. get to use it if they want to. Um, and they, they, they get something that they actually want. Uh, so, um, that'll help venue. Now keep in mind that this is in Nebraska and this is including the Metro Omaha and Lincoln's area. They're saying venue costs $9,800. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, you can cut that in about a third in our area. I mean, if not, um, I know for the fact that the Eunice is not even close. To I was going to say it's not. Yeah. Um, so um, and, and you don't have to go all out on no. getting a venue either. If uh, you know someone who has some private land here, you can do it that way, too. And just, you know, throw them a couple hundred bucks to use the land. Mm-hmm. Um, so photographer on average in Nebraska is two thousand two hundred twenty five dollars. So if you spent more than that, you might be overpaying for your photographer. Uh, that is our high end. That is for our premium that's package. Premium. Um, and not everybody wants a premium package, and that's fine. Flowers and decors, $2,146. That blew my mind, too. I'm not 100% sure if that is dead on again. This is with the Lincoln and Omaha area in there. I think it's a lot less here in central Nebraska. But we're going to be talking to Divas Floral next week, and we'll ask them that question, what the average spent on flowers Jeez. is for a wedding. Um, wedding cakes. And uh, we just had Carrie in here from K-Town Cakery. And um, I asked her about this afterwards. And she said it, she's got cakes that can go from 200 all the way to 500 just to kind of depend on what you want. Average cost of wedding cakes, $472. Again, I think it's a little high. Um, so um, especially if she's starting at $200 for her yeah. basic basic cake. We'll just put frosting uh, on bread. Right. Wedding gown, uh, $1,375 on average. Mm-hmm. I will tell you this, that back in 2002, when my wife bought her wedding gown, it was $700 and that was expensive. That was an yeah. expensive gown. Dresses uh, are just expensive in general. Right, honestly. right. Um, so, um, but if you need to know that and, and where to start there, Hello Beautiful, they do a great job and their mm-hmm. prices, I haven't seen many $1,300 dresses no. coming out of Hello Beautiful. Uh, yeah, they are gorgeous. And the thing is, is that don't think that you have to spend thousands of dollars on a wedding dress. If you find one that you like, look at the price tag. Right. You know, go in there. Negotiate. With an, with an open mind and negotiate. Absolutely. So music, my favorite part of the nights, on average in Nebraska, $775, which that is high for our area. Is that, is that premium? Uh, yeah, uh-huh. that would be premium for mm-hmm. us. That would be or premium. Platinum. Or platinum. platinum, yeah. So that was a study done in 2019 on the knot. Um, so there's right there where you're at. So overall expenses, you're looking at 19000 close to 20000 in Nebraska. However, I know for a fact that you can get it done between ten and fifteen very conservatively. I'm not break the bank. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, 
you know, on average, I would say that's pretty pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Turns out that the marriage rates in Nebraska are actually slightly below the national average, which I did not know that either. Huh. Uh, with 6.4 individuals every per thousand are tying the knot each year. Mm. So roughly about 6% of people are, are getting married in Nebraska every year, and that fluctuates as well, too. Right. So. Uh, but, uh, kind of getting a sense of what you pay for, uh, we always use the term pay for play. Um, and it's because that's very, mm-hmm. very true in the wedding it business. Is. Um, if you want certain things, you got to pay for them, but don't feel like you need them. And we can break that down for you. Um, we're working on a software right now that we can actually tell you right where your wedding budget should be okay. by where it's at, how many people you're inviting and things like that. And we can give you a, you know, a pretty, uh, pretty, uh, small ballpark number, but, um, right where you need to bat, it's going to be a really cool piece of software. So I hope that comes out here shortly. Um, I think that's it though, Dalton. I think that's about it. We went on, but you'll have to, after this, tell me the mechanical bull story. I've never heard about that. <laughs> there is no mechanical bull story. Oh, I thought somebody no. actually got No, I'm sure this bull. happened. I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure I would do it. I would, if I don't even know the guy, I'm like, dude, I will pay you 20 bucks to come to your bachelor party. Let me ride the bull and I'll leave. I've never ridden a mechanical bull. Have you? No, not at all. Maybe we should get one for the back. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Yes, please. <laughs> get rid Budgeting. of the pool. Get Budgeting. rid of the pool table. <laughs> So, but yeah, this one all on uh, big uh, uh, big days here. And here's the budget breakdown uh, as far as top cities to tie the knot in in Nebraska. What's number one, you think? Omaha. Number two. Lincoln. What do you think number three is? Kearney. Kearney, Nebraska. Number four, Scotts Bluff. Number three is Shadron. Kearney. Those are the biggest uh, places to get married in uh, in. Well, is, Omaha is a big place. Yeah, <laughs> the biggest place in the state to get married, but that's why uh, actually we're here in Kearney instead of not like Grand Island or Hastings because um, per capita there's actually more brides in this area and has been for years. So that's why it started here and not um, in uh, the bigger of the Tri-Cities in Grand Island. So, um, well, that's it. I hope you guys have learned some stuff. It's one of the things that I really, really feel strong about is uh, staying within your budget, not going over budget, and not going into debt to get married. So... Um, Make sure that uh, you guys are, are setting that budget and making sure that you're sticking with it. And if you have any other questions over budgeting or need help budgeting, please, please, please give us a call. Once again, this is Dave with Complete Weddings and Events sponsoring this podcast. Is Complete Weddings and Events. We will be talking to divas on our next podcast. They're going to tell us a little bit of flowers um, and what we can do there. And I'm sure they got some tips and tricks to save you guys some money. Uh, but Divas Flores will be in studio with us on our next uh, podcast. You listen to Wedding Swat, which is Special Weddings Awesome Talent. This is Dave Olinsky along with my co-host Dalton Okamoto saying uh, goodbye. And good wedding. <laughs>